is the Department of Promethean Science stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Sunday, March 15th, 2015, and I'm improvising on the podcast this week with Tyler Samples, uh, who was nice enough with his girlfriend, Aaron Thorne, to have me on their podcast, Rabbit Hole, in which a uh, random Wikipedia page is selected, and then you all sort of trace out whatever chain you seek to trace out, and then have a conversation about it. It was a great time. It was really nice of them to have me on and to bear with me talking so much, and I took the opportunity to finally have Tyler on, uh, which I'd been trying to do for some time. I knew that, uh, or I had the suspicion that we would have a, a long conversation, because he's a guy that spends a lot of time sort of thinking about and analyzing exactly what we're doing with improvisation, and that suspicion really proved correct, but in addition to that, we also had a, a great time playing a scene. Uh, I just thought it was a blast. It was really fun, and we sort of uh, twisted along a, uh, a, along a path that, that wound up being a really good time to play. So hopefully you'll have a good time listening to it. I think that I maybe had a mic setting incorrect in uh, the space that we were with. So please bear with the occasional hum of background noise. Um, But uh, if you can filter through that, I think that you will enjoy uh, uh, the two of us playing together and having a conversation sort of about all the different stuff that's going on right now. Um, I, I had a great time. I look forward to continuing the conversation with them away from the prying ears of people uh, that are <laughs> nice enough to spend time listening to the podcast. If you got a suggestion uh, for myself and a guest to uh, play with in the future, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion and whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body, and we'll open it up and play to it just right as uh, we get started. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to that email address with anything else in the subject line, and I will try and get back to you on a somewhat semi-reasonable timetable. Um... As for a, a suggestion for something to check out this week, uh, I, uh, I, I've been listening to a lot of music lately that, that I've been enjoying that has been new to me. Um, and one of those uh, items has been the album uh, I Love You, Honey Bear by Father John Misty. And I'm not a huge Fleet Foxes guy. I think he's involved with them some somewhat, but I have been enjoying it. If you kind of uh, like 70s-style troubadour stuff, you know, kind of like Cat uh, Stevens kind of kind of deal, feel, uh, it's worth checking out, especially if you also uh, uh, care for kind of a perverse uh, viewpoint in your media, because I think it is a marriage between those two things. Uh, And so, of course, you know, that is the kind of thing that I like, so I've been enjoying it. In any case, uh, let's uh, get along here to uh, the the scene in the conversation. Here's Tyler Samples and I improvising to a suggestion from Aaron Thorne, and that suggestion was Wax Lips. I I really like to spend my allowance here. Is that cool? Of course, son. Okay, great. Because um. because uh, I know I said I wanted candy, um, but that was before we wandered in here, and now there's a lot of stuff I think I could have fun with for a long time. Yeah. Uh huh. I gotta ask you a question though, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, did did your dad? Tell you my shop was having hard times. Well, no. Well, I mean, why? Why? You know. Uh, you've never expressed any interest in magic before. Well, you know, we change every day, and sometimes magic reveals itself to us. So you know. Sometimes it reveals that you're a failure. <laughs> no, crash. You don't. Oh, look, hey, whoa, oh, whoa! What a spectacular trick. It all fell down, and you didn't even do anything. The trick is sinking ten years into a failed business. Uh, look, I know. Uh, look, I don't. I'm. It's great when you cover it on my house, and I love the relationship that you have with my dad, uh, and I love the fact that you have this place, uh, and I want to spend my allowance here. I have twelve dollars. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve dollars. Yeah, twelve dollars, and. I don't want you to feel like this is pity, uh, or just to hear a ten-year-old boy say that to yeah, me is no such a low point. No, it's not. But it's not pity. It's not pity. This is a, a support. I'm supporting you because yeah, I realized you invested 
so a, a decade. That's as long as I've been alive. So I was born at the same time this my this doorway was. into into the world of magic was born, and think how sad it would be if I were to be snuffed out immediately. Like if I were to walk out of here and be snuffed out. Yeah, you know, a lot of people terrible. probably take it for granted that I'm walking around. You know, yeah, and but they would be sad if I were gone. Well, and I would be sad if this place were suddenly gone. You know, well, have you ever have you ever seen a a card come out of a hat before? Um, no, I guess I guess I haven't. I feel it feels like I should have because it feels like a hat contains things, and then a card is something that is contained, and so it could easily fall out. It of It looks hat. like this. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. That was pretty cool. That was one of my pretty, own inventions. Pretty cool. I didn't see the I didn't see the card go into the hat. Yeah, I've been, and I didn't even know and you were wearing You're the first person that's come in in a while. I'm a little rusty. Oh. Well, I guess I can start, you know, just working the notion into conversation. You know, I've got a lot of friends who like cool things. Do you use, uh Do you have a rock, do you have a rock tumbler? Cuz I feel like that would be that would be something that could really if I could talk to my buddies, like, because a lot of us are into polished stones, and yeah, it you, seems like magic. So if you had rock tumblers, I could, you know. Why don't you go to Nick's Gemology down the street, huh? They, He's taking all of my clients. They're kid unfriendly. Nick's Gemology is kid unfriendly. I walk in there and That's I'm what like, I'm trying to say, yes, and you're saying it right. I'm like, yeah, hey, I just want, I want to spend six dollars on my allowance on a grab bag pouch of, of whatever you know, of whatever smooth stones you have. In the in the grab bag box, and it, it's like no. he's eyeballing me, like I'm gonna take more pouches. It's like I've got a million invisible pockets on my. Do you have a garment that has a million invisible pockets? I do actually. Uh, yeah, I, okay, good. But I gotta ask you a question about this, Jeremy. Yes. Are you gonna use this to take smooth gems from Nick's Gemology? I. Because I want you to. Oh, okay, yes, and we are on the same page. Because I, I realize that scoundrel out of business. Yeah, yeah I'm. Well, you know, him for everything he's worth. He, you know, he's he does a lot of selling real. That's why I don't see why he's such a stick in the mug mud about the grab bag box. He sells real gems to adults. Look, I'm not gonna emeralds, rubies, yeah, jewelry. I know. I, I'm just looking to. It's, I'm just looking to squeeze a couple extra grab bag pouches out of him, and it's not going to affect this business model. If anything, I will be killing the goose that laid the golden egg because he'll be like, "Well, obviously this isn't worth it. It's too difficult to protect." Like that Seven Eleven that closed down from that was across the school, and we were all like, "Oh, we can take as much gum as we want," and then they closed. Yeah. Sank a lot of money. No, <laughs> no, no, no! I didn't. Re- uh, if yeah. I known it was, uh, if I known it was you, I would not have had light fingers. You know. It's okay. It's my fault. You know. <laughs> I put I put a lot of magical deterrence out, but those obviously <laughs> didn't work. Uh, no, I guess not. I mean, you did scare this one kid. Uh, this kid I go to school with, Hank. He won't cross the street now because a flash pot went off, and he thought it was God, and he insists on it. He ran across the street. That's and the power the, of magic. I agree. You can make a very targeted segment of the population believe something is happening that doesn't make any sense That's at all. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that with an emerald. No. An emerald can't make you feel like you've connected with something beyond the bounds of human knowledge. No, but they are so cool. They're just so cool. I would, you know, you ask me what's cool, and I'm like a smooth emerald. But I mean, yeah, the, the magic cool. is good, too, you know. And it's a false thumb, huh? Whoa! See that? <laughs> I did, but then your actual thumb was still there, so it was like, oh. whose extra thumb do you have? I'm letting you in behind the scenes. Oh, okay. I'm showing you the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if I drop the thumb off on the counter of Nick's. He'd he'd flip out enough for me to be able to squeeze some uh, squeeze some grab bags into my million hidden pockets. I gotta tell you something, Jeremy. Yeah. I was about to kill myself. No, no. I'm ten. I'm ten. I just you know. Yeah, it's just, just having you come in. Uh, 
I heard a dingle at the door, and I had to let the rope hang down when I came out. I couldn't afford the thought of someone coming in while I was kicking, flailing around and back. You wouldn't have seen me. No, I would have heard it, though. In the trunk? What? I converted the hangman's trunk into a real hangman's trunk. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look... You gotta come over. You gotta talk to my dad. I can't. Oh, what? So I can get some more sensible business advice? Well, maybe, but he's also. You can lean on him, you know? Like, when I have trouble, I talk to my dad, and my dad really works some things out for me, you know? And it seems like you are upset in a way that I have been upset, you know, before. What's unreasonable, and I wanna hurt somebody oh, or hurt somebody you had else. Your paper route fall apart? Yes. You had your little girlfriend leave you because she said she didn't want to be with some well, paper delivery boy. I'm, I still am. I still don't get the whole girl thing, so I don't have that yet. Listen to it's me, you never come. will, kid. Ugh. What? Do you want a drink? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you're offering, I got twelve dollars to spend. Leave it. Put it back in your pocket. Oh no, I want you know. Let's keep the lights on for. However much this would... Watch this. It's going to look like an empty bottle, but you're going to have a glass of rye whiskey and by the time it's done pouring. <laughs> oh, boy. I think, baby... Okay. I'm I'm in, but um, I better not go home for a while. <laughs> Ta-da. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, no, that filled up fast. That was yeah. cool. Really cool. Really cool. Wow. I don't... I can't get my face close enough to drink this. It smells so strong. Just got to tip it back hard. Hard, fast. Okay. It smells like when I fell off my bike in that gravel parking lot. And then, and then Tell they, me they about put, your blues, kid. They, oh, well, okay, so I was biking, and I was like, oh, sweet gravel parking lot. I'm going to ride through it. And then next thing I knew, I was doing a spin, and I was like, oh, wow, I'm BMX biking like X Games. And then... And then the spin got out of control, and I just opened my leg up with all these pebbles, and they had to tweeze the pebbles out and put something that smelled a lot like this on my leg, and it burned, and it hurt, and it was bad. Yeah. But I got over it, you know, and I think the scar's going to go away. One time I was at the Magic Palace. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh Opening it up for Floyd Henders, big name from... Yeah, not familiar. And I was doing the uh, Sword Swallow. Classic trick, basic. Yeah, no, that actually seems pretty cool. I just don't understand how you would not cut yourself, like, all the way down. Do you have to stay... Like, if somebody tackled you while you're swallowing a sword, it would be lethal, right? Like, you cut yourself all up? Or at least the tip would go out your butt? Absolutely. (laughs) If it got that far. Yeah. I sliced my ribs. (laughs) (laughs) When I was bringing it up to my mouth, I raised my ribs. Oh, Wow. Oh wow! I gotta admit that is cool. Blood everywhere. Oh There's wow! Laughing stock. That's something I would like to see. I would like to see that way more than a magic show. You, you'd like to see an incompetent magician. Not well. His craft. You know? No, no. I just like to see a little bit of unplanned excitement. Well, there's plenty of that. Wow. <sighs> if I could get a couple guys in here. And you could just tell stories about magical mishaps. <laughs> I think we could get something cooking, you know? Like, and then maybe we could do one of those, I've got this thing, and they made me stop doing it at school. But I've got a Polaroid camera for my grandfather, and because I say, yeah, I keep using it, he keeps buying me film over the internet. So my plan is to do the charge five dollars to take a photo so we get some kids in here you tell your story about cutting yourself up you know swallowing a sword or uh, like you know throttling your rabbit or like uh, whatever you might have happen your and dad then, told you that story huh yeah 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 he said that it was a bummer <laughs> but you know but and then we have kids take photos with the real magician that's seen it for real yeah. the master of life and death yeah I, I like that angle on it. Yeah. I am the master of life and death. Yeah. I you just pulled off myself. a trick today. Yeah. <laughs> I avoided that. <laughs> and that's our time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I am the master of life and death. I nearly killed myself. And I love it. I love it makes myself. Aaron laugh from the other room. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, so. Yeah, well, that was a ton of fun. That for, was a lot of fun. You know, yeah, yeah. good. I hope it was. E- yeah, I hope it was easy because 
Oh it yeah, was, absolutely. It felt like I actually we, felt I like the whole time was like I am like. Joran is doing like so much great heavy lifting. Oh no! See, I'm I... just like, I'm just like, being taciturn and like shitty, which was like our dynamic. Oh no, man! Uh, I I thought that was it's, it's yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think that's something that we could, we should probably unpack because. I kind of felt the same way. Like, I was consuming too much oxygen, but, like, the actual sort of, like, thing that made the whole scene real was how dejectedly, you know, like, how, yeah. how at the, I mean, I guess, and literally, at the end of the rope, uh, at the end of your rope, you know, you yeah. were. And, you know, I feel like that all rooted from that choice, from your choice at the beginning to, like, you know, po- opting to play a kid is is dicey is a dicey choice I think on my part because it kind of like sets up certain a lot of heavy expectations for like how yeah. to play with that and so I would and it's just wax lips I think of like being in a kid yeah, in a joke store or yeah. a novelty shop or whatever and so you know I think I made that at, at like made that choice at a, at a gut level but immediately afterwards I was like oh well now I'm asking you to be my dad I'm asking you to give me permission I'm putting you in what is generally the not fun position of being in high status like it's not yeah. really fun to be a high status character you know right because it, it you know you have to like you you have to exert control and control is kind of like the antithesis to like play you know right yeah it is a really interesting thing of like uh yeah of of being mindful of and that's like also my biggest fear as an improviser is exerting control over other people because it's like uh stipulating where we can go yeah and it does change it from being like reactive to being like needlessly proactive kind of yeah like, this is where we can go which yeah. is like a thing I've been thinking about a lot recently of just like there are some people who always like I have this like nervous I have this nervous habit uh, that I've developed of like I need to take care of everybody so I'll go ahead and initiate yeah to, to get it out of the way that's exactly uh, how I feel that. about initiation yeah I hate it like I, I want to respond yeah but it feels like such a privileged position to be oh, yeah. in the to be in the response like yeah it feels so it's like well of course it's easier to be yeah. the receiver than the giver yeah so I'm always like I'll take the bullet and, and initiate That's exactly and I how thinking, I feel about yeah. it too and please thinking, let me respond in every scene but someone has to do it yeah. so I'll put it on myself to do the the one thing that is not fun yeah the one thing that thing. makes me feel the worst yeah of anything is and uh, I've been thinking about that in terms of like watching people and playing and there are some people where I'm like you only ever respond. Yeah, yeah. You rarely ever initiate, and I and I'm like jealous of it. Yeah. In this way, that yeah. it's like, oh, you have this weird power I don't have. And it's <laughs> a power to just be relaxed and like not trying to like fix everything before anything has happened. Right. Well, you know, weird. but but it is like I mean it is it's it's the it's a responsibility you know yeah and that's why it's kind of like where I'm like I think that we all kind of have to balance you know we have yeah. to sh- we have to we have to distribute like who is taking the ball up the court right <laughs> which is that like I feel like that was at the top of that scene like we were definitely both doing it because we were I felt like we both were aware of like there's so many there's so many like dead end yeah relationships for this and so it was like cool okay I'm pro- like initially I was like cool I'm not the dad because it doesn't quite feel like that but I need to But so it was like very much like very like front brain constructive things of like I need to establish a relationship that is we know each other because I don't want to just be a like a, like doing a trans it was like a lot of yeah. it was like parsing out details to give to be like cool let's establish well I feel like, like that's fun. what made the scene like yeah. your choice made the scene because I was kind of my my initiation sort of had an implicit like you're probably my parent yeah, but that sets up so much, like so much that may be tough to like navigate, right? Yeah, and so, or at least, it, it, there is heavy lifting. So, like, to I feel like your your choice to just be the guy who actually runs the magic shop, but still know me, and be in the dire straits that you're <laughs> in, was like made the scene, especially yeah. to give back to me that sort of the hook of like, of just like. 
oh, you don't, you do want to have, you you do want to buy candy. You're just in here out of pity because I'm going out of business. <laughs> like immediately, that was very door opening for me. Yeah. Where where I'm like, oh. Well, that's going to be a really fun choice to be the kid who's like that was trying was, to cut yeah. you a break. <laughs> that was what was interesting was as we were going through it, you kept like expanding like all of these fun things about your character of like like you wanted to rock tumbler and like hang out with kids and like <laughs> all of these other things that I was like these are all so great and I feel a little trapped by myself just because I was like but this guy I'm playing doesn't care (laughs) is like is too myopically focused on his own misery to like be it like as a player i can't really be like oh tell me like let's oh i know all of these things about these kids because i i presumably don't uh and so there was like moments where i was like which like going back to the heavy lifting i was like i'm so glad joran's like continuing (laughs) to give details because it's really engaging and really fun and i am like giving so much so little (laughs) Detail information. I'm only giving like narrative. Well, I I felt like that was. I mean, I felt like that was actually the thing that was the most, the most important about it was that like there were there. I feel like a lot of like little things tumbled out of, tumbled out of my experience. (laughs) Oh god, yeah, there there it is. Rope and tumbling. You know that like kind of like fell out of like how I, how I was interacting with you in like you know just. I remember as a kid, like, for some reason associating, like, it was another one of those, unless you're a very specific person, this hobby that every kid is exposed to is going to be a pretty quick dead end. Right. And it was like, chemistry set, magic kit, rock tumbler. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was just like, that that fell out of there, out of kind of my own personal, my own impulse, right? And then same thing with, like, I actually had a bike accident similar to what, uh, what, what I was talking about and those little things like kept came out of my kid experience but I felt like those were like little details right but the thing that actually made the scene go was trying like what you were contending with you know so I kind of feel like this the same as you in an inverted way where it was just like I just said some stuff but like the actual engine of action for the scene was you dealing with like Dealing with your dream being like flushed. Yeah, it's interesting. The kid, you know, this kid being like in a weird like status position over you and trying to help you, you know? So, yeah. Like in my head, I think, not directly, but like I think I was thinking of the pharmacist from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh uh, yeah, like that guy who's yeah. super depressed and uh, like is just right. Like, who poisoned the kid? Yeah, his, yeah. his own kid died right. or whatever. Yeah, and because he was like a drunk and everything, so that was like weighing into it a lot. But it was inter- It's interesting because it was like for me going through, I was like, oh, I. It, it felt a little bit like it felt like it, it was an interesting challenge because it was starting from the end and then yeah. trying to work back to like what led him to like 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 starting from the like crushed man and then yeah. trying to figure out where his optimism had been is <laughs> like such a it's such like a weird mental exercise to go through is like reconstructing somebody well and backwards. that's this you know is there were i mean there were great detail moments in there too i just started laughing cuz i was thinking about yeah and, but in doing that, the place it came from was you doing a magic trick and you yeah. cut your ribs, swallowing yeah. a sword, yeah. and started vomiting blood on yeah. a stage in a magic yeah. show. I'm like, that's really funny and really specific. And it gets to have you attached to it as like a, it's like a well, this is the most humiliating point in my life. <laughs> now I run the shop. Yeah. You know, or, or like, and you also invested in the 7 Eleven, which I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, man, I can see that as the investing in the 7-Eleven because you do need to have a successful business and then the kids across the street actually make the 7-Eleven go out of business. <laughs> right. What I loved most, I think, was 
reflecting on like Nick's gemology being a, a legitimate jeweler, <laughs> yeah. and, and not just like not just like garnets, and like, <laughs> right. like uh, uh, what are those uh, the rocks? With oh, the, the geodes, geodes, the geodes and stuff, and stuff. But like, yeah. like a very high end jewelry store that just also had grab bags, <laughs> a was, pre-polished rock. Yeah, which was funny because initially in my head I was like, yeah, Nick's gemology is this like other hobbyist shop that I'm like. <laughs> I am so in lit as my like enemy, but then by the point it's like, oh, this guy is insane. <laughs> His main competition is a legitimate jewelry store. <laughs> That's there is no what, what is this? Great, sad. Well, yeah, and it, I think it's it was like success, like had a lot of cool like her successful world conjuring stuff too, right? Because yeah, there's that. Like, what is this guy's beef with Nick's thing? You have a history. I have a history. You have a relationship with my dad, you know. <laughs> Which we never really explored. Yeah, what that was. I like. I mean, I like when scenes kind of like two person scenes go like this because it's very. It's you know, it's a really unique experience where I feel like we're just improvising and discovering things and making yeah. choices. But the implication for a broader world is in is interlaced so much in yeah. everything we do. Where it's like, well, after this one scene, you know, we want to see. You with my dad, me with my right. dad, the school, you know, the, the 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 kid that your magic deterrent worked on at the school. <laughs> right. What's happened to that Seven Eleven? Nick's gemology, yeah. like you and Nick, like right. you know, just yeah, like, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know? son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's interesting because the other thing I'm thinking about the whole time we were doing it and everything else is because I was on a ship. I was oh yeah, working yeah. On a ship, and I've only been back. I guess like two, like two and a half months at this point, and it screws with your head so much for improv. And oh stuff. yeah, and like because it's mostly like game because it's stuff, mostly right? short form yeah. for sixty year olds who who don't understand at all what's happening uh, <laughs> at all, and you do it, and like I, I think I've avoided some of the pitfalls of like doing anything for a laugh is like the common yeah. like the like ship itis yeah. like, thing, yeah. but like. My relationship to improv right now is so weird, and so and I could feel myself in it. I was like, the whole time we were doing it, I was like, I wish I could uh, like slow down and believe what I'm saying, <laughs> and like be yeah. nice. But I could feel myself like file system style, like where's the angle? Like I got oh, yeah. it, and like doing that the whole time. So it was really interesting being like, I am like trying to perform in the lowest. Right, the yeah, in the most intimate setting, yeah. yeah. And, like, being like, dear God, I am trapped in this world of, like, like gotta gotta sell it. Ah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, That's so fascinating. Really yeah. Because I think that, you know, it does, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a believer in, like, sort of everything being useful tool, right? Yeah. But then it's sort of, like, what is your executing, what what is your executing process? Right. You know? And so it's like, yeah, if you're, if you kind of like, if you develop too many defaults, yeah, using a particular tool set that kind of like doesn't comply with the sort of like your platonic ideal for how to execute, right? It's a can be a pretty bracing experience, you know. Yeah, and also like uh, you're performing with a like a wide range of like yeah. backgrounds and stuff, and you're not like at least for me, I wasn't performing that much, uh, so it's doing like two short form shows a week with with like this really disparate cast yeah, it's yeah. not like uh, being on a team here where you like have I, I mean have like thing, a philosoph- ideally if it's a good team right. have a philosophical goal for right. how you're approaching your show and ideally also you're, you're like experiencing other performance yeah like yeah. other you're in a other media you're in a, yeah right, you're in a too. conversation with it yeah. and there was just none of it um well, it's yeah, funny, you know, really I feel like that's the way it kind of goes, is that, like, it either sort of, like, you know, for folks that I've known that have done ships, it seems like it either pushes people towards being, playing only for efficiency and effect, yeah. rather than, um, than exploration, or it induces a degree of an existential crisis over your yeah. art form, you know? I mean, yeah. like, I think, Con- like, Connor is the funniest man, like, yeah. he... Sounds like he had a, like a, a a maniac meltdown on the ship, which pro- propelled him into this like in, into having so much kind of like 
energetic fuck it all momentum when yeah. he got back because you know I mean my fa- the favorite story that he that he or somebody else told me is that during like hosting short form games he would just go I live on a floating prison this next game is, you know and just had started having almost like Tourette style like explosions great. while that stuff is going on you know and it's like I mean I think it is for it's one of those things where it's like yeah you get paid to you get paid to do what you want to do and it's right. like the, the opportunity to kind of like you know be a, be a professional performer right but yeah. like it's there is something to examine in that because it's yeah. not like you're executing as it's not like you're executing as an art you know it's right, you right, you are exactly. you are a painter who has a ha, has a style and a philosophical outlook but you are being hired by the the church and or state to do a commissioned work right exactly and you have to do it to their parameters right you now which it's, is like so it's, yeah it's a very like fill it's like fill in the dots yeah like of like a a very noble drawing yeah that's what it's of yeah you're trying to capture something specific right like for a purpose like there is a reason to have the edifice but it can be like really yeah i think that's that's really that's interesting i mean that's interesting that's what's happening internally with you because I certain in the in the course of that scene I didn't feel that at all you know like i was just like oh this is actually really natural and really fun and and it felt like the your emotional positioning was genuine and was a was yeah it was the motor for where the scene went you know like it, you feeling things made it be made right. us continue to be able to go yeah i think what it is at least for me is the, like the ship stuff what it really puts into i think what really highlights and and some stuff like in the scene like the community right now i think yeah. also is this is that it's not that there is a right way to do a scene or anything yeah. like that but that there is a optimal way of doing any scene and there's an optimal means of of hitting the the most satisfying like yeah. crunch of a yeah. scene and it really makes you aware of that yeah. Uh, yeah, and so sure, you're, yeah. and like, and it really makes you aware of when you're successfully doing it, yeah. which for me then makes me really aware when I'm not feeling really locked in that groove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's what's recently been like putting me so much in my head all the time is like, uh, oh, yeah. I'm like, I can feel myself slipping in and out of this like nonsensical made up group right. of like oh yeah I'm really jiving right now whoa oh gotta get back in uh, well it's fun you know I mean that's a funny thing too because it's at least here you know I mean maybe it's maybe it's where we're head I mean there's such a absurdist data streak to a lot of right our Chicago yeah. stuff so that like it, it maximum efficiency feels like it is one of the routes here, but then the other route is like to dissolve all efficiency and just yes. be insane, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And 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 then juxtapose that with you know the the coastal approach of right. really making it boiling it down to be mechanical, you know. Right. And so I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like I, I enjoy. I, I just I, I enjoy the the offshoots and the, I enjoy non efficiency you know because yeah. it's it's because it produces um, specificity of experience yeah. to have it be non efficient you know Aaron and I were talking about that uh, a little bit of what I think is really interesting about where things are at right now in the scene in Chicago is that forms are really yeah. devalued like I don't see people. Outside of like eleven twenty two doing their cover series, yeah, yeah, like I don't see people putting up a new form necessarily. Yeah. They put up a new group or, or a new like um, assortment of personalities, yeah, like, yeah. Where you're like, oh, cool, these are these people that are playing in this show, but it's not like it's not like a close quarters, yeah. Where it was like, well, it's why I really like yeah. playing the scene, yeah, because it the is scene is very is much like form oriented, yeah. right? You know. And aside from that, it's like the Herald, which I also love, but it's also the base form. Right. You know, so there's an element of like, well, what else, you know? And like, it's one of the things I loved about Rainbow, too, is that like, if yeah. all of our shows were pretty, wound up being pretty loose, but there was a very distinct form underlying it. What was the it. form of Rainbow? It, it was, 
So I, I I should show you the picture for it too because I they let me draw like a hobo style picture oh, of great. like the, the form and it's like a you know on a paper bag of yeah. like it's an image with all the pieces called out for what is supposed to happen. But essentially the form is we did three stanzas of three different poems kind of as monologues on right. top, right? And the point was not to have those be like character monologues, but to have them actually be segments of poetry so right. that we could um, so that we could you know have tone be a serious element That's of the cool. show yeah. and um, and that would be something that would happen a lot is that mm-hmm. tone would affect you know even more so than kind of like explicit content from each of those stanzas a lot of the, what we drove from in our in our subsequent threads was tone based mm-hmm. you know half the time when we talked about shows it would be yeah. like Oh yeah, well that's what I picked up from the tone, so that's why I initiated this because it matched the tone. So we would do those three, and then but sometimes it'd be really formal, like right. you know I know that Louis a few times d- would do haikus, like would yeah. make sure to count the, you know count oh, beat awesome. count and everything, and do haikus, and like I know that like I tried to, you know I tried to like think about different modes of expression, you know, and yeah. I would like some nights if it was appropriate I'd try and hit like a lot of onomatopoeia. Some nights, you know, I'd try to be a little bit more lyrical. Some nights I'd try and do, you know, something a little bit more kind of like frosty in, you know? That's really cool. And having that opportunity to, you know, kind of map that media and have it be less of like a presentational style opening Mm -hmm. um, was part of that. So that was kind of the roots of what we were doing. But then each of those, each of those poems mapped to a run. So we would do, and it was usually in order, but the order could be mixed up. But so it was kind of like the, 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 those stanzas, uh, were the roots to runs, right? Yeah. And each of those runs were essentially tag runs that didn't have to stay with a particular character, but the run stayed together. And once we had that, had that run, then it was, it was just in series. So each of those three mapped to runs and then by the by the end of the show um, we ideally would have been in the third run but by the third run we would have created enough stuff that they would start to cross over yeah so the it it I mean it didn't look very form heavy but there is a I, I'm I think about it a lot like what's the function yeah, of the form same. right and so it was light form but heavy function because yeah. the 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 basis of things that we we're trying to root through there is this te- the and the picture is a snake wrapping around the world tree because yeah. was, the poems were supposed to be the roots of the world tree and the snake was supposed to be the explicit runs but right. the actual like substance of the show was what was suggested by the runs uh in That's what cool. in what the snake wrapped around. So like yeah. we may have very specific characters, but by the end of it, you should have a notion of uh, the kind of place it was in time, the kinds yeah. of things that were going on, the sorts of people that populated that world. And so the the whole notion is to produce That's a really world. Interesting. But, you know, yeah, because hearing you say that, like, yeah, that was always my. Impression. I mean, Rainbow Deli always put on like very entertaining shows, but they were also very tonally. Distinct shows. Yeah, we tried for tone. Uh, like, tone was huge for us. Yeah, which is cool. And I think, like, to go back to like what you were saying of, of like, yeah, I think the thing that's interesting to me about forums is is like what their function does yeah. in terms of the content that comes out. Yeah, having yeah. A very particular, having being very detailed and a very distinct experience that you can't have otherwise. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Uh, and so that's it's interesting to me that like, yeah, it does feel super Dadaist right now. Yeah. Uh, and and or anarchic. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's interesting that I I feel like there's kind of a dearth of how can we like what kind of particular experience do we want to make people have? I completely agree. Yeah. yeah, how to curate an experience, yeah. you know? And it's not so much like you know, and that's the funny thing about like the going through classes at IO. So many people get into you know, get into five Bs and start devising extremely complicated forms right. that are math equations of how scenes fit together, but with no intent. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's sort of like we came up with the greatest form in the world because you do one A, then two C, mm-hmm. then three B, right. then one B, then t- you know, and like it's it's mixing up a lot of mechanical stuff, but 
to create a machine that has no purpose. Right. So instead, it's like, well, what is it that you want to do? Now, build the machine that will do that. And right. if a part is slightly out of order in the course of the execution of that machine, but it still produces the effect that you wanted to produce, then that's an optimal situation. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? But yeah, and I agree. Like people aren't thinking about like how do we, how do we produce a show that makes us feel feel about a certain thing or draws focus to a certain thing or you know kind of like yeah. how do we produce something that you know I mean we're, we're a media like anything else and right. you know as you can read a book that does a lot of different things right so why are our shows just random snatches of can, notions can you know? I ask you a question yeah because uh, you've been around longer and you've been here for the last year uh, why are our shows just a random snatching of, of things? Like, do you have any thoughts on why that is the... I, I think people current. don't think about what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, I really think that it's... Well, I mean, I do think that that kind of, like, you know, anarchy and Dadaism have overtaken... You know, it's, yeah. it's almost like there is uh, the we're kind of like you know we're at a very paganistic state of like <laughs> the animal urge is what we most worship right. and the animal urge is not trying to do anything specific yeah you know and so it's so interesting it's just trying to eat yeah you know when i was here when i moved here it was so different than that oh yeah very different uh, yeah. and it's been interesting cuz it's not something that i've watched happening it's yeah. something i feel like i woke up one day and realized yeah was where it was at yeah. uh, and so I've just been spending a lot of like a lot of mental processing yeah. trying to trace back to be like what has happened yeah like, how does it get here and to be like is this cyclic or a progression or uh, like just like a deviation I think it's it I think it's you know I think that it's probably like just something historical that's happening you yeah know? like again to compare it to painting you know, yeah. I think it's like we're, you know, I don't know what our World War One it was, but you know, it might be the SNL showcases. You're you're probably right. I mean, that was that that shook up the landscape and shifted power quite a bit yeah. around all over the place. You know, and so so that you're absolutely right. That probably was our World War One. Yeah. It's like the reemergence of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, as a as, as a hiring as, force. Yeah, as a hiring. Yeah, exactly. That we've had so many Chicago people go there. You, I, I think you're. You know, never occurred to me, but you're right. I mean, I yeah. think that probably is what it was. And so huh. that's where our painting is right now. You yeah. know, instead that's of really kind of like, you know, nothing particularly makes sense. It, so we we're responding in kind rather than sort of saying you know the world is stable and harmonious and let us build art that reflects that stable and harmonious right. world you know so I mean I think it will come back around you know I, I, or be you know there's we're we're reactive generation to right. generation so and our generations are so fast I mean I, I was at OSU uh, last weekend and I worked with a uh, with a group that was doing sort of a musical improv form cool. and they uh and it was fucking great i yeah. mean they did they the the show that they did it was fantastic i was really blown away by it yeah because it it actually sort of it it, it managed i i really think to map um a map world building, which I think is one of the, you know, a, a simple function that even a montage can shoot for and, yeah, and succeed and create something cool. Because it's it's almost uh, it's almost more difficult not to build world. Yeah, I mean, it's like then it's it's very uh, individualistic, and it's right. like I'm going to do whatever I want, you know, right. and like and so if it, you're at least collaborating, you probably have a chance to build right. world, and so it sort of married that world building that. That that comes out of a successful show with actual sort of you know more like Baby Wants Candy style yeah. musical stuff, but it oh. wasn't narrative really. That's cool. But it was interconnected, like a successful yeah. montage would be, and they really did a good job. You know, like it had a satisfying conclusion to the show cool. and a good open, and it had more it had more function than than you know yeah. a lot of the the 
the shows I see now that are just kind of crazy beans, like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm I'm not even going to care about what happened in the scene before, and I will do something exactly like it or something that just otherwise doesn't fit. Yeah, and you know, eventually my scene will accelerate accelerate or decelerate to a point where it's intolerable and then we'll get a we'll get a yeah. bad sleep and that yeah. will be the the show will be a collection no, of that you're you know? totally right it is it is so paganistic uh and it feels very like uh like i just like the the use of the word paganistic yeah because yeah. it feels like uh very like also like very union archetypal but yeah. for some reason like in my head i'm thinking about it in terms of like like voodoo with like all yeah. the loa and because yeah. it's so personality based, yeah, oh yeah, especially yeah, like a sure. show at yeah. CIC, yeah, is like watching people kind of be taken over by specific types of performance <laughs> energy, and they yeah. just do, yeah. and they just run until it burns itself out, and then you can see the spirit leave, like yeah. that, that comedic spirit leave the person, and when the scene drags on too long, yeah. and then just like, and it's like, oh, the spirit has like left, like this like pagan ritual has like run its course, and now it's just like watching people be trapped on stage yeah well you and know you like try to re-grab it with a new like yeah weird move to re-invoke this like comedic performance and and it's you know and we i think we tend to mirror the folks that are most successful right. at doing yeah. the thing too right so like you know the 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 how powerful crazy and unique susan was right was yeah. influential you yeah, know? hugely. You know, and so like I think that some people will pursue that, that, uh, you know, I yeah. mean that as an example of like there is a really successful version of that thing, but yeah. we constantly have a continuum. So when when this when our o- overarching style shifts to something else predominantly, we will have people that are doing it amazingly well and makes it feel like well this is of course this is what we should be doing, right? And we will also have the failures that make us be like well why are we so obsessed with mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know coloring in the lines right. you know I mean it's like yeah it's for me when I see like a a show from one of the coasts yeah. you know it's if I see a really good one it will be like oh man that was awesome mm-hmm. but you know most most shows wind up being sort of like can wind up being sort of in that mediocre space where it's like right. I see exactly what you're doing and it's uninspiring mm-hmm. you know? yeah which I guess uh, that actually uh like settles my like ennui a little bit to, <laughs> okay. to be like yeah it is there is something to be said for like here it's it is a lot of craziness right now for it is how i would phrase it but of like but feels more alive than yeah than like the precision yeah the attempt at precision mm-hmm. uh and then for me it's like yeah why like but i want both right want, well like, yeah I want, yeah like really precise like totemic energy yeah yeah like, coming in in like a very particular ritual yeah it's uh, the hu- I mean we want to be like I, I feel like yeah you, you and I have that that same feeling and I feel I feel like it's like well we want to be we want our complete humanity to be reflected in our art yeah you know which is both a, an ability to to craft and be precise and to feel Right. and be present so it's like we want viscera and right. the so you know we are neither animal or machine right. we're, we're men and right. so we want to we want want our art to reflect manhood but humankind right. we want our, our art to reflect humankind but there are strong forces that think that humankind is more animal or more machine like than it really is and right. those have prominence now you know That's so it is really interesting to think about it in terms of art expression, yeah, uh, of like, yeah, like the Dadaist movement, yeah, <laughs> like it really makes me want to just read what movements came yeah. in reaction to it and just like try to plot it out, <laughs> right? Like, well, I mean, it's it would produce, you know, it would probably produce a show that would be really unique. To you know, would be would be interesting and would contrast, right? Right. I mean, I kind of feel like. Uh, you know, like it's one of the reasons why I like Gigantic so much. Yeah, I still haven't seen them. It's I, I just haven't. It's had a chance yet. it's phenomenal, and yeah. it, ha- it there is a form, and there's a lot of in- intent to the show. Great, and it's very, it's very intricate and beautiful, but it's like 
it's like water droplets on the on the on the surface of a lake. Yeah. In that you know it's not clear like what the linear purpose is. It's more like producing an experience, but in a very balletic way. Cool. You know, so it's it's that it makes me really excited because I feel like it is it's painting in a different style than we than you see. Yeah. Anywhere else, you know. Interesting. I mean, so it's yeah, it's that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about it because it's not like, you know, I mean this the scene is very clearly, you know, like close quarters. It's very form pronounced, right? You know, and so it is different from a lot of stuff, but it is also similar to what is hap- what you would have seen five to ten years ago. You would right. see shows like that, and I kind of feel like Gigantic is has shares some of those same principles but it is unlike most stuff that you would have you know cool. it's unlike most of the things that I've seen you know right. I've seen like maybe rougher versions that correspond yeah. to it but it feels like it is the uh, it, it's at the it, it is an aperture to something that is different I have to check it out you know I mean not to not to talk it up too much, too much but you know it's those are actually rather than hyperbolic feelings those are my sincere feelings about it so which is you know the right kind of talk <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah. right yeah i think so yeah um awesome well you know i yeah. i we it's we're talking about so many exciting and cool things the dog went off a long time ago yeah was absolutely. there was there anything else that we, that we didn't touch on that you wanted to no dude we got to everything i was about to <laughs> i was about to dip into like a whole and i was i was actually like no if we start down that we will not stop talking about like the use of genre over top of improv oh yeah towards towards some of those specificity of experiences but yeah, we yeah. basically got there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's a that is an interesting conversation. But it would also it would, it would blossom be so long. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, save it. We'll do yeah. another one. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me.